Who did you say? Who did you say? Who did who did you say? I'll tell you what, you know, I'll tell you what, bro. You know, I was out there, I was fighting all the hitters, bro. You ain't fought no hitters. This is MMA Love. Love from America. And this is the fifty one point three percent episode. I am Matt, the spiritual leader of the hardcore MMA fans in Central Europe. People address me like this, and I like it. With me is your preferred Luke. <laughs> you, I mean, you do prefer him over other Lukes. And he is your BFF from across the Atlantic. Luke, my friend, what is going on? No. Going on, we had, we had, we had all of my expectations for the weekend just destroyed by the end of Friday night, and it was, it was, uh, it could not have gone better. It could not have gone a better way. If I, well, no, it could not have gone better. It was just the best, man. I'm so happy we're here to talk about Eagle FC, and I'm so <laughs> happy that you tried to convince me not to watch it last week. It is the best. Yes, I, I convinced myself not to watch it. Uh, first thing I did watch <laughs> was Eagle FC. <laughs> let me let me tell you, dude. I watched a <laughs> lot of fights, man, and and I can say that there was a lot of feel good stuff this weekend. Is, yeah, is, that, is that right? Is that that is so insane? Because I like 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 you said, if you asked me a week before, and you told me that I wrote a note down, I feel good for Bendo for a shot <laughs> and for Bader. <laughs> What did you? What did? What would you? I mean, what would I have said to you? It's the best. And Henderson, uh, there is a, there is a. I believe a, 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 Chael was at Eagle FC, and who was reaching down to get their kid, and Chael went to give them a hug, and then their kid got in the way, and he Chael was like, "Oh, oh, you didn't want a hug from me. God, that was the best." <laughs> Do you remember that? I, I don't. Oh. I don't. But feel good moments, man. Feel good moments when you understand that Chael Sonnen is a guy that if you go up to get a hug, he might give you a hug, especially if you just had a fight in front of him. The gangster from Westlin, Oregon. He's got a big heart, though. He has. Look, Cage Fury Fighting Championships 105 happened. I watched that. I also watched one, only the Brave. Uh, you of course watched BKFC. You had a boner all dude, week for BKFC, I think. Dude, easy, easy now, easy killer. Of course I did. What are you talking about? What happened to you, USA? <laughs> uh, we both watched Eagle FC, which yes, <laughs> which is insane. We're not going to hold it together uh, if you keep doing that. <laughs> and uh, what? I'll tell you what. You know, I'll tell you what, bro. You know, I was out there. I was fighting all the hitters, bro. You ain't fought no hitters. Bellator, Bader versus Moldovsky. I think some of the people know that I'm not the biggest Bellator fan there. Maybe the, the third or fourth biggest. But this Bellator, I watched two fights on Bellator and made me very happy. And today also we need to go into some gossiping. It's, it's definitely, it's going to happen today. We'll gossip a lot. You told me. So we will we, we, we'll grind through these events real quick. Also... Man. I oh, to, I remember who it was. Good. I yeah. want to um, point out that I have a new sound pad. 
Oh, I think they realized that already. That's good. I, I like that. <laughs> Just wanted to say, I've, I, I created about 50 new sounds, sound pads, sound clips, and six of them will get used today. This dude is so proud of himself. Until you get hurt, people. Oh, he's hurt! <laughs> oh, he's hurt! Oh, he's hurt! Oh, he's hurt! <laughs> lukewarm takes of the year list. People, oh my people God. seem to, to like our lukewarm takes. So I have some a, have been some have been hotter than lukewarm, but I'm <laughs> this one is going to be this lukewarm. one is tuned. I've tuned this one down to keep the average. What is your at, at lukewarm? What though. is your lukewarm take for for this end of January episode? Having seen the first Eagle FC, having seen Ali in a tux cage side, Khabib uh, expressionless as as per usual, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the the event seeing the event seeing the number of fighters they got together and kept together i got eagle fc for at least six more events this year and then we're going to see them have a pay-per-view probably by the end of the year um so if you... not they'll open 2023 with one so they've already got one scheduled oh and 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 this is let's keep it lukewarm this is eagle fc in the usa so it's not like Eagle FC USA will have six more events. Are you? It's, yes, it's sir. Like your lukewarm take. At least six more events at the Flexcast Arena in Miami, Florida. <laughs> I have it's a Apex knockoff. I have a nicely. How do you even say that? Like a nicely complementary, complementary take. Yes, lukewarm take. I I wrote down, and my lukewarm take is that someone fighting for Eagle FC USA will die. <laughs> That's not lukewarm. That's very hot. <laughs> that is my... That is my... Where's his head at? That is my lukewarm take. <laughs> Ali. So, they kick it off. First fight, it's like, it's like I would say, regional level, uh, LFA level kind of fight. And then immediately... We're kicking into PFL level professional fighting, in my opinion, at at Eagle. Um, the second fight was Lake Radzibov versus Zach Zane, and uh, I watching the whole thing, man. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Zach yes, Zane, I would. Zach I would, Zane I would, with with the sneaky Kimura, the Hawaiian, by the way. Shout out to Jonas Kimura gang represent. Mm-hmm. I, I had we had a, a talk this week in. And by by watching instructionals, and <laughs> Jonas at one point said that all he sees now is Kimuras. And yeah. second or third fight I watched, and I'll, I'll come to another fight where a Kimura was applied, but this was Zach Zane applying a Kimura. Un- unfortunately, not successful, but I had to think about Jonas. And that in a good way. <laughs> yeah, of course. Very what good. What... um. Besides the uh, slightly cringe commentary, I didn't have a whole lot of complaints with the event. Look, let me ask you. The promo, Luke, the chase, the YouTube promo that it did, the the 50-second promo for Eagle FC 44. What did you think? Uh, You were talking to me like I'm someone that would remember watching that. I don't think I did. Uh, First of all, it was just a chase. They chased each other. 
Harry Tonov and Spong chase, chase each other. I, look, I love a good, good punch through the car window, pulling a guy out in the streets. Also, I think Spong gassed by chasing and running around. So, Then, Luke, the booth. What about Triple yeah. C and Jail Solemn? Well, we we kind of came to the... I was, I believe, mostly just watching with Midnight and chatting, and uh, we came to the conclusion that Henry had Henry had a few shots of mezcal. Um, I'd say so. Chael was good though. Like I said, went to give Jorgen de Castro a hug. Didn't realize Jorgen was actually reaching for his daughter, but figured it out. Um, good interviews. Henry probably won't come back if he doesn't want to take it seriously. And Kamaro Usman was there talking about these guys winning and going to the big show, which was somehow cringier than Henry half in the bag. Exactly. Um, it was not good. Exactly. <laughs> not great. Uh, but fights, production, um, they there there was talk that this was Apex Light, but you know what? This was nah, this better. They built a ramp, dude. Yes. Way better. They built they built a ramp, so you know a magnitude better just for having a ramp built. Also, I was hating on the fights so much because I I really, I mean, what, but but then I watched some of these fights. We talked about Loig Ratzabov and Zach Sane, mm-hmm. which was a good fight. Um, the very first fight, Machedin versus Muduev. That's that's an unanimous decision thing, but it's it was a very good fight. Like. Um, also, you had the Marcus Johnson Jackson, sorry, defeating Miles Hansinger via TKO. Um, blasted him, blitzing Hansinger, like blasted him, hit him with all the shots he threw. Hansinger was a bit too contentious, lifting up his knee and faking punches instead of throw actually throwing them. But also good. What do you think about the stoppage? Good stoppage, right? Oh yeah. So this fight was quite entertaining. You had Sean Bunch. Um, actually, was in a very good fight against what is that Khazanov <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> this is the one where my wife came into the room and saw Kazanov and said, "Is that Khabib? That looks like Khabib." Yes. No, all these dudes look. All these dudes from the Caucasus look like stereotyping men. Stereotyping. Come on. Come on. But yeah, also uh, Jorgen de Castro. Had a nice guillotine choke. I mean, Asher was going for the slowest and lowest low single Dude, ever, and Jorgen just sneaked the guillotine in there. It's leaving that leaving that neck out there like that. It's, <laughs> I mean, and then you had some some nice stoppages. And Jokowani got stopped. Um, mm-hmm. Obsnov got stopped, and John Howard got got grapple banged. Oh yeah, of course. And then you had Ray Borg, Ray Borg actually in a very good fight. I Cody had Gibson. I had Ray Borg versus Cody Gibson as fight of the night on this card. Yeah. I thought it was very good. But now let's had, go it had that comeback that Ray Borg was like, "Oh man, I got to do something different," and he did. It let's just good. say that all these fights we rattled down now they, they could have been on every MMA card ever. Could be the, it could be the undercard or even the main card of every CFFC or whatever. It's but now let's go. Could into have been the. Main card or undercard of a UFC pay per view at this point, man. Now let's go into the thing that made <laughs> Eagle FC what Eagle FC is all about. And I have to say, 
Rashad Evans was back. He defeated Gabriel Checo uh, by a, a very unanimous decision, I'd say. First, like, Rashad should have cut his hair, man. This this hairdo is, is so ridiculous. <laughs> it's, it's more ridiculous than Yuri Prochatska's. And what, what can I say? Like, Rashad's performance looked very good. It, it, I mean, Checo... Checo had a, went went for a heel hook to getting crucifixed, called out by called out by J Bones. This was like a this and and this was the thing he was doing that Chael called out a lot, where he was really just reaching for subs instead of getting into a position to reach for subs. Um, this, and Rashad rode this dude, and yeah. it was glorious. Like although Rashad has lost his mind in all these QAnon stuff. That was a good the earth is the earth is flat. That was a good according performance. to this dude. But this was a good performance. This was a feel good performance for a. I mean, he's not a hall of famer by any stretch of the imagination, but he was one. He was a very good champion, and he had a very good run, and he basically got rid of all the old fucks. And mm-hmm. during his UFC run, and I was quite surprised at how good he looked, how fresh, how professional how like just 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 a good performance man can't hate on it no second fight that made i hope he got paid i hope he got paid six figures at least i i really do like i really hope there's a shitload of money in this thing for these guys i think habibi even put it out there that he he warned bellator and ufc to pay their fighters well so i think he needs to pay to pay them good but just what if, did what did Eagle FC not have that every other card you watched did have? Uh, it, I mean, do you really want to go in there? That they had no yeah. ring girls. <laughs> they had no ring girls, man. You can pay fighters more if you don't have to pay ring girls. Maybe. Also, at least another twenty grand on now, uh, saved right there. Now that you bring it up, I didn't miss them. I always, if, if you dude, noticed, I didn't even notice until an hour after I was thinking true. about it, and I was like, "Wait a second. Yeah, true. Yeah, you're right. I didn't even notice when I was watching. That's how little I care. Sorry, Ariani. I don't like not care about you, but like I don't care about your job. That's all I'm saying. I care about you as a human, just not your job. Like, you're, what if there just weren't ring girls? Would anyone notice? Someone would notice, just not people that would listen to me talk about it. If we talk too much about Ring Girls, Jordan Breen will resurrect. And the Vladdy will just appear as leader of the Thirst Squad. I mean, he's. he's and tell me to get back in line. Most definitely the leader of the Thirst Squad now. We had. Um, Sergei, the granddaddy. Sergei Kharitonov. Yes. The paratrooper. Tyrone Spong. What's Tyrone Spong's nickname? Tyrone. King of the Ring. Nine Not years, king of the cage, though. Nine years we haven't seen Tyron Spong, and let's just say that wow. Hardy Tonov just mauled. Spong. He did. He did. I, I didn't. Even, I didn't. Couldn't write. That was. That was just a beatdown, man. Oh man, Karatonov's picture on Tapology is so good. It's a good picture. It's his. Is, is it his classic pride? He, he's standing on the buckle at Pride with uh, the ring girls holding what appears to be a giant check behind him. Look, you know, you Just know, the I, best. Lo- I love giant checks. It's probably probably my favorite prize they, they give away after the, after a fight. So, what is your what is your uh, overall feel about this first Eagle FC USA thing? 
I am very, very happy. What happened to you, USA? <laughs> Will, do you think, uh, did, didn't Romero have a fight? And then, yeah, he was going to fight in Bellator. And then do- the doctor, the commission, the doctors, the commission's doctor said, no, no, you're not going to fight in Bellator. Yeah, it's. Khabib will pay literally anyone who wants to fight. Exactly. Right? Exactly. You want to do this to yourself? Okay. Well, at least you'll make money. This money has to be washed, and he will wash it. (laughs) Allegedly. Yes! (laughs) Now, listen. Enough of it. Are you happy with Eagle FC? Do you think you. you Dude, I'm I'm seriously so happy about it. Like, I I was more. I want. I was more happy about Rashad than I should be, but I'm really. I was more happy about Rashad and the paratrooper than I should be. And honestly, like, yes. If the, these dudes are going to do this to themselves, uh, don't give them stupid money so that more people want to do this to themselves. If they want to retire and stay retired, don't make it financially viable for them to come back. But if these dudes are going to do this anyway, fuck yeah, pay these guys. Let's. Make, I'll watch this. I'll watch this shit every single week. Let's make one of our listeners very happy now. Okay. Let's make. Steve happy. Okay. Let's make him so happy and let's talk about two fights at at Bellator. Okay. Let me first start by um let let's start with Beta versus Moldovsky. That dude was was writing on Twitter and uh, everyone who wanted to hear it, is Bader the best heavyweight and stuff like that. I mean, come on. Come on. This dude like, this dude was on. getting retweets. This dude this dude is he got this dude is, he got he got, he got subtweeted. He's prob he probably got like whatever Twitter's version of downvoted is, like a hundred million times with that take, but dude. Bader was tagging Moldovsky a lot in the first and overhand rights, followed with another right and put him on his ass was very action-packed. I didn't expect that. And then, okay, from then on, it was more or less old man grappling, just lifting each other up, (laughs) slamming themselves to the ground. Uh (laughs) 48-47, Bader. Coker almost didn't manage to put the belt around Bader. That that, that dude really struggled hard to achieve this belt wrapping. But yeah, look, Darth Bader looks good for for 38, right? Because Moldovsky is, is Fedor's protege now. Both of these dudes, well, yeah, both of the, like, grappling heavy, grappling heavyweights, right? And, like, the thing, I just, I really just needed them to be better at, both of them, advancing position. Because they both had moments where they were like, where I was like, okay, you've got them. They've got a seatbelt, dudes on his knees in front of them. You've got them, put your hooks in. Get on the back. Like Bader, Bader is heavy, but he's not a heavyweight. He just he just likes to train a lot, lift a lot, um, and that that really impedes his mobility. I I'd say. Mm, yeah. But yeah, I, I not hating on the fight. It was it was an okay fight, but I I agree with you that just. Let, make make something more happen than both of these guys actually did. Yeah, 
because like that was like I was I was I was harassing Steve. Yeah, he could be the best heavyweight if he would just fucking do something. I mean, throw your hooks in. Stop playing handsies and throwing ineffective punches. Do Get a see, choke. I mean, do we see do a him, thing? Do we see him beat Gone <clears throat> or Nganu or Stipe or even? No, because he can't. He, I mean, he's he could blitz anybody, but yes. like that, the first minute was great because he just blitzed Moldovsky, right? And then right. lost two rounds to Moldovsky by getting wrestled and then wrestled Moldovsky when he got tired and won. Indeed. So could could he do that to Ngannou? Of course. Could he do that to Ngannou? Of course. It's it's like... But, I mean, it's an okay fight. But let's let's not linger on Bader. Let's linger on my favorite fight of the weekend. Really? Henderson versus Mamedov. Wow. Okay. Let me tell you why. <laughs> Did we see a way to stop the Smash Factory? Did we see Henderson showing us by rolling out of a lot of these Smashy takedowns how it could actually work? I mean, I love, I love what I saw there. It it was smooth as as it was smooth as fuck, man. Forget what I say that he he was he was doing really really good. And this was really close for me, and I didn't think, I didn't think Benson won it. But to be fair, I was watching BKFC at the time, so <laughs> he's look. Henderson is still good, and Henderson is still good, but. Jumping guillotine. I know I said last week jumping guillotine works in Bellator, man, but he Mamadov was, going, was he just was going for knee bars. He was choking Mamadov in the first. He rolled out of a lot of these takedown positions. Like what, you saw, what the him, fuck did I write down? I wrote down. Prepare, you saw him feeling the the Smash Factory coming at him, coming coming with these takedowns, and you saw him looking back at the mat and and immediately start his role uh, before he even hit the floor and <laughs> it's i it's really clever and it's it really worked for him a lot of a lot of times so i i'm i'm pumped for this also good post fight press conference by him very positive yeah he oh said yeah he heard rumors of an eagle fc <laughs> yeah so this is uh he brought he brought all of this, was, up there. this was yes, bendo, this was bendo this was bendo fighting he fought out his bellator contract yes they didn't they didn't renew him or give him enough of a deal to renew him this was his last fight and i'm sure well looking at it maybe it would maybe he would have gotten gotten paired up with mamadov either way but mamadov's like I thought Mamadov shrugging off the shrugging off the sub attempts and doing what he could was going to be enough to get the win, but it was a split anything. decision. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. Like it, it, he was that close. If he had just done a little more, could have gotten it, probably. But I think you're, that's fair. He was on a 19 fight win streak or something insane like this, and people listening slide into my DMs, tell me I'm wrong that. Henderson rolling out of, of of a lot of these takedowns was insane and and uh, and very clever, very good. So there there is your Bellator talk, man. 
Now I know no, Benson Benson Henderson onward and forward to Eagle FC. Let's see him get that 165 belt Please. by being by weird split decisions after one after test, another. Test your rolling out stuff on more of the Smash Factory guys. More 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 Russian dudes. Yep. Want to tell me about PKFC? Mm, what's to say? <laughs> what's to say? Quentin Where Henry was header? there. They were hurt. They yeah. Bobo Bannon fought Alan Belcher. Alan did Belcher he, did got he fight, a, did he Alan, fight one Alan Belcher or two Alan Belchers? How much uh, gain, how much gains did Belcher make? I'm telling you, man, he gained so much that that Johnny Cash tattoo is looking normal. That's how much uh, he does it look gained. Good? Does it look All good right. Now? No, but. Like it looks less bad for sure. Like Belcher, um, Belcher is on some medicine, man. Dude, dude, I was so Belcher was on at the same time Benson was on the other screen, and I was like, "Holy shit, man!" Belcher's there... traps look like the size of Henderson of Benson Henderson's head. Is there... Just insane. Is there already a a Twitter account for Alan Belcher's new take uh, new tattoo? What's his new tattoo? I didn't even notice. Yeah, the new tattoo is the new Johnny Cash. Oh, it's the same tattoo. Yeah, no. I mean, well, maybe. I have no clue. I don't do this. I tried to do Twitter this week, man. It's it's it, it it's inscrutable. I can't figure it out. I'm too old. You will. Maybe. I need some apps. I'll tell what you what. You, you know, I'll tell you what, bro. <laughs> okay, pal. Martina Kroll beat up UFC and Invicta veteran Jocelyn Jones Lieberger. Mm-hmm. And after the fight, it did the BKFC thing where when you win, you try to like get in someone's face and fight them more. Yes. <laughs> it just like, it just takes BKFC, that BKFC mentality just takes people over, man. It's the best because like, She's 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 screaming at Li- Lieberger's face is just ripped apart, and she's screaming at Lieberger, "You know my name yet, bitch?" And shit like that. <laughs> and then like, and you know, it's not like her personality because she finally calms down and like apologizes for herself. You see her go through all the emotions, all the emotions of BKFC victories in like thirty seconds. It's just the best. You gotta watch the end of that fight, um, and then uh, uh, Quentin Henry fighting Chris Sorrow was uh, insanity. Um, these dudes, these heavyweight dudes in BKFC, it it someone else is gonna get horribly hurt at BKFC. It's just absolute Roman Coliseum type shit at this point. I think. I mean, I love it. Be- Bar- it Knucklemania cannot come soon enough. It they it did and it's gonna happen again. These fucking guys were told to reevaluate their roster by the boxing commission, which never. Think happened. about that. <laughs> Think about that. No, they've like what reevaluate it for better mismatches. You got it, guys. <laughs> oh man, it's what a if... feature, not a bug. Yeah, I'm I'm very pumped for Knucklemania too. I I will I will resubscribe and watch. They are making a women's 125 pound belt. The women in bare knuckle give 
Juliana Pena a run for her money in insanity. It is just the best, dude. I cannot wait for the women's belt and bare knuckle. Like, oh god, it's so heard, good. You heard Juliana Pena on Rogan this week, right? I mean, just just because of your insanity comments. Yes. Well, I didn't hear. Okay. Yeah. I read a I read a quote. Okay. <clears throat> I don't. I don't need. I don't need more than that. I don't. I don't no, need to go listen. I, I don't care enough to go listen either. No, no, like no, that's like the thing. You don't need to endure insanity if you don't want to. Oh. The the insanity I wish to endure is BKFC. Just stick it in my veins. It's so good. Oh, and Jared Warren. Shout out to Jared Warren. Uh, swole, swole, swole Ryan Gosling. Dude should be Gosling's cousin. Beat the shit out of Scott O'Shaughnessy. It's great. Who did you? Don't say? worry. He's, he, don't worry. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it, Dana. Who did you say? Never mind. On to the next one. <laughs> yeah. One only the brave. One only the brave. Did you watch one only the brave? I barely knew it was happening. That is actually sad. I think here. I'm Europe, sorry, dude. Here in Europe, we are starting to lean. Uh, towards one. Most of the fighters I speak to and uh, uh, fighters or, or mentioned people tell me stuff that they th their dream now or their first step they want to do is to be in one. And mm. <clears throat> first of all, they had... I, I do love the, the mixing of the kickboxing and the MMA. Also love the kickboxing with the four-ounce gloves in the cage. So I was pumped for it. It is the best kickboxing happening at the moment. And you had the featherweight kickboxing world Grand Prix semifinals one and two. Sweet. Uh, City Chai Sitsong Penong uh, versus David Kiria and Chingitz Alasov against Smoking Joe Natawat. Now, <laughs> this, this featherweight kickboxing uh, Grand Prix was actually quite good up, up so far. You had. Uh, Marat Grigorian beating Andy Sauer, which was no surprise, but I mean, and Sami Sana losing to Chingiz Alazov. And then he had uh, City Chai beating Typhoon Otskan, and that was a very awesome kickboxing bout. And Kiria beating Enrico K, like he beat him down. So, <laughs> first finalist is City Chai. Um, first, like this referee, I think he, he refed almost all of the fights. This guy is a smooth as fuck dude. He is very calm, direct, <laughs> concentrated as fuck. Almost not moving around. I love it. That dude. Nice. That dude is. No, I know they call Keith Peterson no nonsense. No, I mean this guy is no nonsense. Um, yeah, it's just first round. Kira not landing much. Second round, Kira more and more rocked. Um, excellently timed head kicks, uh, high kicks. Um. City Chai was reading Kiria a lot and answering with with some creative striking, and I I love that. So watch this fight if you like kickboxing. Also watch Jingitz Alasov, um, relentlessly and incredibly precise and ultra hard kicking and punching, um, smoking Joe. That he he kicks like he's he's um, like a whip. He flings his kicks and. Uh, it's it's awesome to see uppercuts. Uppercut finished that fight, which is also very good. So you have City Chai versus Alavos in the Grand Prix finals. Love it. 
very good, very good. Like just give yourself, give yourself some love and watch some kickboxing. Also, watch. There's there's plenty of action on this card now that I'm looking at yeah, it. Rade Rade Opacic, the guy that beat Switzerland's own Patrick Big Swiss Schmidt, fought oh, yeah. Jaya in a, in a 120 kilo bout. Um, these, if you want to see heavyweights that really can kickbox, are fast, precise, and mean. Okay, also gas after two rounds, but it's heavyweight. Yeah. This is the fight for you to watch. I think if, if Shaya should should have he should have been a bit more versatile, only jabbing and crossing to the head. Um, Rade was really getting tired, but he managed to to put down Shaya three times, and body shots made the difference in that fight. So if you love body shots, which of course you do, watch this, dude. I I love body shots. I mean, of course. And Best. Also, a tip: uh, you had Shang Li Peng versus Emil Beck Ruslan. That was a fucking insane left-right combo. I, it's a it's a K of the year contender. He hit him with the right, and Emil Beck already was unconscious. And as he was da- falling down, he got hit by another one, which I love it. So also very good KO there. So all in all, I I really recommend you watch one heavy. Hit, no, was it heavy hitters? No, uh, one only the brave. Only the brave is uh the is the the local euro sentiment because one is I think probably feels a lot closer than trying to fly over here and fight over here in the states or what? Yeah, maybe maybe that. Also, I I I, I it's it's hard to say, but just just a lot of people telling me that they want to fight for Chatri and one. Um, mm. Cool. Maybe maybe because we have a bit of more of a kickboxing background over here, we saw. I want you all to fight in Ryzen. I mean, yes. Who who doesn't want to fight in Ryzen? We had one fighter, um, based out of She fought in Ryzen, but uh, unfortunately lost. So, yes. But I'd say um, let's go to the best card of the weekend. Of course. Which Although the, which is the best card? We were we were we were missing a certain someone from this card that yeah, made right. me kind of sad. CM Punk. Yes. Yep. Uh, we had uh, John we Morgan's had back, John Morgan made it. CM Punk's private jet could not make it through the blizzard. But <laughs> I was watching CFFC. The amateurs were fighting. And the cre- the place was already just absolutely packed. Huh? They gave no fucks about blizzards there. They they came out, and they came out for every single fight. It was nice. It was fun. It was loud as fuck. What did you uh, What did you see that you loved on CFFC? Terp boys. <laughs> Who's that? I googled Terp boys because I as soon as I tuned into CFFC one hundred and five <laughs> after John Morgan was telling this story. The ring announcer was very uncomfortable in saying, this fight is brought to you by Terp Boys. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I googled it. <laughs> it's high quality Delta 8 and HHC products. Okay. So Terp Boys is my highlight for that. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> awesome. CFFC had a bit, of, bit too many decisions for my taste for a CFFC event. Seems mm-hmm. that the matchmaker is learning a bit, doing a bit, bit better job. Um... Yeah, it's it, you. It you have to give Jose Perez versus Paul Capaldo 
Um, the fight of the night. I remember none of it. It was too. <laughs> it was too close to BKFC. All I remember watching is the main event: Aaron Jeffrey fighting for the belt yeah. with Rex Harris. Yeah, that's it. Like Joseph, and Paris. that was a and that was a fucking grinder. I I um, recommend you go go back and watch Joseph Paris versus Paul Capaldo. You had some peen kicks, but maybe not Brazilian peen kicks. Can we call him like that? Brazilian taps, Brazilian peen kicks. Oh no, that's right. I, I forgot to talk about the eye poke in Bellator. It was very Bellator. That's <laughs> all. It's fine. Yet yet very good first round back and forth. <clears throat> Capaldo always a bit more off balance than I'd like to see after he strikes, and also. Uh, same for him than for for most of the other fights. Like, throw more than one strike, maybe, maybe, mm. maybe a one two, maybe. At the end, at the end of the of the second, I think you, you had a full body triangle on back mount for Perez, and he also he was also doing his best Joe Daddy Stevenson impression with the blood on his face. Oh yeah, that was, yeah, 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 yeah. That was the bloody fight. Also, right? no, no irony here. I love guys talking while they fight. And Perez was talking a lot. Like, I'll tell you what, you know, I'll tell you what, bro. You know, I was out there. I was fighting all the hitters, bro. You ain't fought no hitters. That, that dude is a hitter. We're going to talk about Holland later, right? Yes. Okay, good. Capaldo also landing a lot of shots in the third, spinning back elbows. But but Perez was not faced by it. He was just walking forward. So it's, it, it was a very good fight. Which fight stood out for you? That I seriously can only remember the main event. Like I was watching BKFC intently by this point. Just shouting out at, at that point, Manuel Sousa. He uh, defeated Trevor Olison via a Kimura. I see Kimuras everywhere now. Everywhere. Kimuras are everywhere. Very nice. Kimura they are. Finish. They are your go-to. Reverse your position by using a Kimura. They both have been to the Kimura class of Sakuraba. <laughs> Also, I mean, Olison had two amazing armbar attempts, actually, but Sousa was turning him over for the Kimura finish. It, it, I think, most likely shredded the arm of Olison, but hope, hopefully not. But oh, man. Kimura time, baby. And yeah. um, Damian Nelson uh, defeated James Lyons. Uh, I think Damian Nelson is from Sarah Longo, although I didn't hear any uh, either Sarah nor Longo, which is a bit disappointing. Um, Lyons also body-banging. And one after the other, like relentless, and Damien could couldn't answer to 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 react or reacted it. So I loved it. Very good, very good card, man. Very very good card. So I was I was pleasantly surprised with all of the fighting I watched. Which which fight would you say, Luke? Um, what was your favorite fight of this weekend? Ooh, ooh, this is tough. This is tough. I really. Oh, do I have to say Karatanov? Yes. (laughs) I do, don't I? It was so fun. It was so fun. I want to say Martina Kroll, honorable mention, but Karatanov beating Tyrone Spawn. Benson Henderson's rolling made me so happy. Rolling out of these takedowns against Mamedov, so I, I, it has to be my. Favorite. I'm hearing a lot of love on this show today, man. Dude, it's it's very good. There's a lot of happiness here, a lot of love. Tell me what something to get to me. You, USA? <laughs> what happened to you, USA? What happened to you? Everyone's, everyone's gonna unsubscribe. For the, the best of the best everyone the is gonna love your soundboard so my much. My soundboard is the best. Oh, he's hurt. <laughs> 
<laughs> this will this will actually break your your um your ears, which is good. Now, Luke, let's move on. We have to. We have a bit. I, I think we haven't had you um take on happenings lately, so we'll do that for the last twenty minutes. I ready. I, I, I you sure you ready? I saw. I saw Kevin Holland's Instagram yes. of him posting him posting people DMing him saying they could tap them mm-hmm. tap him and then and it was a little how it how it started and how it how it's going kind of thing and then him yeah listen I have a slapping his thigh and telling a guy get that takedown you were talking about what are you doing. <laughs> Yeah, look, I have this. I That's have... the best. <laughs> oh my god, this guy loves it. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm always, always thinking about. Okay, of course, you're a professional don't, athlete. Don't and... hurt, don't hurt the guy. But yeah, take him, let him try to get the takedown, take him down, and choke him, and then slap his belly. Really? Yeah, but <laughs> tell I mean... me, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm not getting it. That's like, when Fabio walks up to Sarah at brunch. <laughs> How the fuck did you think this was going to go? <laughs> yeah, it's like, that. that's what, that's what uh, stuck for me with this story. And it's not the first time that some internet troll uh, thinks that um, he can beat a professional athlete or a professional fighter and... I'm always like, yeah, what what are you even thinking, man? You really think that? I mean, did that guy really think it? Did he want to just have some his five minutes of fame? Or maybe? Or was he either really way is fine or, with me? There was, there I was mean, a, there was an incident uh, several years back where a Jits guy thought that he could beat Rogan easily. And I mean, oh my god! And I mean, Rogan, dude, Rogan is Rogan all, is on so much gear. He will rip your fucking shoulder out of the socket. Don't all, roll with Rogan. He's on. He's on a lot of gear. Second of all, he's a legit, legit, legit black belt, and he's also he was he was doing taekwondo for a long time. And you see him doing stuff, and you you have to be really good to beat that guy. And dude, Anthony Bourdain is quoted as saying, "I like Joe, but I won't roll with that guy. He's a real asshole." Yes. <laughs> Like fuck! No, so, yeah. what? Do your research, people. Maybe I would rather roll with Holland than Joe Rogan, man. And I don't know how to do jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, it's just like if if you have an internet troll, dear pro fighters, just you don't need to prove it to to. Like, no, just don't hurt them. Yeah, but no, you don't need to prove it. Just just don't waste your time with uh, like. Uh, I don't know, man. That shit went viral, and Holland probably got some new followers out of it. So yeah, it's maybe. probably worth it. Maybe it's just like. What what I mean? Okay. I had this. I had this great. My great reality show idea was was DJ throwing headgear and pads on some randos at the bar that think the little guys can't fight and they could beat up one twenty fivers and then just beating the shit out of randos from the bar. <laughs> I'm not naming names here, but I had friends of mine coming up to me and said, "Yeah, but of course, friends that don't train." And they think that they would beat like Joanna or someone like that. And I was like, yeah, no, no, <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> no, no, you won't. Uh, talking about um, celebrities and reality TV, mm-hmm. Misha Tate. Oh, no. Will join. What happened? <laughs> oh, yeah. The next season of Celebrity Big Brother. Why? <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
That is a good question. Maybe she'll beat someone up. What happened to you, USA? God damn it. <laughs> so good. Yeah. I don't like it. No, it's, it's dumb. Why can't she just fight Pena? Listen, why? I mean, look, it's not that Misha Tate is the complete fighter yet. It's not like Misha Tate couldn't learn a thing or two. She is Tate 2.0, man. Yeah, but couldn't she be 3.0? How is she going to become 3.0 in the Big Brother house? That is exactly my point. This is a month wasted. Okay, maybe she gets paid a bit, but it, it can't be that much, right? You know, it probably, but I bet she doesn't have to spend $100,000 on a training camp to do it, so maybe she'll make money on this deal. Mm. <laughs> is, that a, is, that a, is that a cheap shot? Sorry. I didn't, I didn't believe her, but let's just... No, of course not. Of course not. Next. Okay. 51.3%. What's that? Oh, I know what that is. That's Bellator's... Pay payout to the fighters? No. Okay, what is it? Maybe. It is the alleged stake or claim that Jake Paul and his investor group now have in Endeavor. <laughs> which was accompanied by the this track that Jake Paul released. <laughs> All right, hold on. Yeah, hold on. We can we can find out how much bullshit that is, but I real mean, quick. It's... Do we want to though? Do we want to find out? Because I th- I'm sure I know. Sure I know. <sighs> Dude, I know. Is is Jake Paul? What is Jake Paul doing here, Luke? Making content? I don't know. I yes. I didn't watch the diss track. So I had no idea this this claim happened. No, we should talk about this next week when I have time to watch it. I mean, work was held this week. Look, this this track is like a, a, it's like two minutes long. It has a very, I think they they went to Scott Storch, asking him for a flute track. Then just wrapped over that Dana shit and fuck you, Dana White and Jake Paul (laughs) is taking a. what is that? A, a, a not a reenactor or a a, a guy who pretends he, to be Dana White? An, Im, an impersonator. An impersonator. Um, he jokes him. He triangle jokes him. He reenactor jokes him. It's it's MMA. It's so good and so bad at the same time. I I really don't know where I stand with it, but I'm in, I'm a bit intrigued where Jake Paul is going with this food feud with Dana White. Is Do you think that do you think that he gets starved enough for content? Do you think Dana stops responding at some point first? He can't. Okay, so he, White, he 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 constitutionally just can't stop. Dana White. I mean, I'm not even sure what he's doing for the sport anymore. I'm not even sure. And what he's then doing. my next question is, yeah. when does Jake Paul start invoking the name of Khabib? Or did this already happen? I think he left Khabib out of that. But He's focused on Dana White right now, and I'm like, I thought that Dana White is a good promoter for years. I even was defending him against some some people, but I can't do that anymore because what 
Endeavor did or Dana did. What does Dana even do at this time? Like, does he do looking for a fight? <laughs> does he go into... Hokey has Dana White. He does. He does. Series. He travels around. He's a citizen of the UAE. Mm-hmm. I assume he flies there often. Does he often even enjoy enough. fights? Does he watch fights? Does he... Is he... He is watches he... football. We know this. Yeah, exactly. So... Is he and is he still and the whole does he, does the he... whole thing is good, really good because of the reporting that came out of the out of the gone Ganu contract fuckery plus uh, it was in California so the purses had to be disclosed for the first time long time and there was something going around like if they sold like. 24,000 pay-per-views which you know they sold like 10 times that but if they sold 24,000 they paid for the purses <laughs> not counting gate not counting the rest I mean, I'm you sure, know so I'm sure there's a lot that came out of that that was very good but I mean, the 51.3 that you said that was because someone said Bellator pays half their half their income to their fighters basically and you know it's like yeah maybe but you know they make like a hundred thousand dollars a year so it's not that much I'm not but sure. UFC is paying like, you know, 2% to 10% or something. Like just at this time, I'm not sure what Dana White actually does, and I'm not sure if he's still an asset. I don't know if he's what if he's looking forward to a fight or if he's booking or what he what he even has to do. I mean, I, I'm, I'm sure the fighter pay I think his job is like mostly to just travel around and sell Howlerhead on his Instagram. Something like that. So no. I'm I'm intrigued. Let's move Pay on. them bills. Who did you say? <laughs> Let's move on. Um, you said you had 11 things for me to react to. What's course. next? Free agent Kayla Harrison. Oh, shit. Likes UFC's offer, but... Really? PFL return is definitely the front runner. Where, where will Kayla land? PFL. Yes, it's it's sad and good. It's time to get a time to get another Millie. It's good. And you, I mean, and even if even if she has to pay thirty percent off to the gym and the and the the gym and and um, the agent Ali, you know, and then another thirty in taxes, that's still four hundred grand. That ain't okay. bad. It's okay. No, it's fine. Um, what what I, do you think of Ali FC? Did you like Ali in a tux next to the cage at Eagle? I I'm putting an omerta on Ali talk on this. Oh come on! Got to get more people in the fighters union, man. Listen, actually, actually, that would be something I would have to react to. But um, <laughs> oh yeah, I see, <laughs> I see who's driving the show. <laughs> Jeremy Stevens. <laughs> sure. Jeremy Stevens. <laughs> Makes his <laughs> UFC exit after lo- after losing his last five, six. Did he fight out his contract? I, I don't think so. That that is that is exactly the guy who was bailed out of prison by Mister Dana White himself. Listen, what do you think about Jeremy Stevens? Where does the, where does this guy land? He talked about PFL. Or is he is he Eagle FC bound? Is that a, a typical Eagle FC dude? I think it's a pretty typical Eagle FC dude. 
I think certainly Habib snatches this guy before PFL even can say a word. Um, Eagle. I think Eagle. I think Eagle is going to have more better fights. I. Where's what his is, head at? What is what's going PFL's? On What's PFL's? I don't. I'm trying to think of PFL's even divisions for this year because they they laid out some stuff. Don't. That's All right, too, I'll try. That's too much. It's like that's too logical. <laughs> Jeremy Stevens tied Anderson Silva for the second most knockdowns in UFC history with 18. Amazing. Three times KO of the night and fight six times fight of the night. Now he's gone. You know. Um, we also had a matchup announced. Joe Lozon versus Cowboy Gerone. <laughs> I like that fight. I like it too. I like that fight a lot. Uh, Jack Slack's tweet is the one I was looking for. 34 men tried to not get knocked out by Jeremy Stevens in the UFC. Only 26 succeeded. <laughs> it's awesome. Um, yeah, so Gaethje versus uh, Gaethje versus yeah, let, let's let's go for that one. Oliveira Gaethje versus kill. Gaethje. Oliveira versus Gaethje. Oliveira yeah. as the betting favorite. Your take? Uh, I like it. I like it. He has he has. I think he has more. He, I think he has more ways to win. Mm-hmm. Gaethje, but also Justin too, too Justin bitter. is too bitter. Oh come! He needs that. Whitman will calm him down. He'll let him. He'll let him fight. If he makes it out of round one, Whitman will talk some sense into him between rounds. And too bitter, win. Too angry. And th- did he did he fight real hitters yet? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. No, I don't know. Yeah, I think so. Shit, man, he's been at this for a long time. Jean O'Malley. Oh boy. Ask the question. <laughs> if oh, Jake no. Paul is the bigger star than I don't know Francis Ngannou oh yes absolutely <laughs> of yes course. it's not even funny but Jake Paul may be one of the biggest stars top 10 biggest stars on this planet in MMA in anything <laughs> is Ngannou a star that's, that's what uh, all the, that's what all the MMA journals always try to why? tell us this like this is a niche of a niche, man, and I don't, I don't think anybody who anybody who watches MMA knows who he is, but I don't think anyone knows. I don't think anyone else outside of MMA knows who he is. No, absolutely not. Maybe, maybe people like would know Tyson Fury. Definitely, I think it's far more likely know. they would know Fury than Ngannou. Absolutely. I don't know where this comes from, from uh, mostly journals and also some of the fans thinking that a guy who wins this title or looks like Ngannou is all of a sudden a global star. No. Um, it's also like, yeah, no. Ngannou is, is a huge star. Why doesn't the UFC promote them, him, him more? And I, I'm like, yeah, what, what can they promote? What can they do? No. Because the no deal with <laughs> no the and the deal with the deal with the ESPN deal and the UFC it it has been built to make the UFC a star Correct. on ESPN it is not built to make people know who the fighters are it's and never been it's hasn't been that way in a long time 
the UFC has never built a star because it's not their business. No, I mean People maybe themselves. maybe in the in the very 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 beginning. Yeah, no, I don't. Think because Hoist Gracie and the Gracie family helped start the UFC, so they had an interest in Hoist being a star. <laughs> yeah, that was. I mean, but course. not in not in ownership of Fertitas and not in ownership of Endeavor Group. And now, I I always was arguing even what could they possibly do if you're not if you're not promoting yourself and if you're not doing this job by yourself. What could what could you expect from your employer to make a star out of you it's they put people on top of cards that they know they sell that they know they have a lot of instagram followers that they know some of the social media metrics are are balling <laughs> but <laughs> i mean this the the idea that a guy is a star just because you like him uh dear journals maybe wrong why do they i guess they i guess they they have a vested interest too, though, because if people did believe that these fighters were stars, more people would read these journos articles. But Maybe. I, th- I think you and I have have kind of got got it a little more a little more rationally and living in reality here, where we're just like, yeah, we're going to have a couple hundred people listen to a podcast, and that's as big as this is going to get because no one really likes MMA. Correct, and except I, I except a few million of us that exist. I can't fault anyone not liking this bullshit. No. <laughs> pay me. Pay me. Said um, Pena. And she's, uh, she's, willing, she's willing to fight Harrison or Nunes at any weight. Nice. Also, Pena and Nunes are the front runners to coach the ultimate fighter. Your take. That's horrific. But uh, I will. I'm sure we'll get at least one good sound clip out of it. And I'm very excited that Pena. Gives zero fucks and will fight for money because that's her job. So that's good. I mean, the pay. That's a good look. Also, no. I get fucking get fucking paid if they want you to fight Kayla at one forty five or one fifty five or whatever. Get fucking paid. I love it. Of course, it's the same all over the world. People are actually doing the work or not getting paid enough. That is true. And I didn't. I don't see a lot of people thinking that UFC fighters are paid enough. Um, they are not paid enough. Yeah, but I don't see people like arguing against that. I see. People, oh. I see people arguing. Like yes, they need to get paid more, and it's ridiculous that that Ngannou got paid six hundred k, and Fury gets paid thirty million. Uh, they're they're out there. They're out there in their yeah, but they're no. out there in their in their foxholes on the internet. Of course, popping up. Popping up and lobbing some 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 uh, eye poke apologies and such. Bader Hari will rematch Arek Vrshosek for at Glory eighty. Who? Who did you say? Who did you say? <laughs> this guy. You need, you need what? Should I watch? Should I watch this? Should I? Should I get in the kickboxing business here? Yes. Why? Kickboxing. When it's good, it's the best. Is Bader Hari good? Yes. All right. Bader Hari is All also. Right. Well, let me check that I don't uh, anger the bitter Bader Army and himself. I don't want to. Don't want to. Bader Army. Yeah, Bader Army. His fans called. Bader. He's got the army. Like, look, Bader Hari is one of the very best kickboxers of all time. Heavyweight kickboxers. Okay, that's it. But. Um, he's 37 okay. 
I think he is hurt too much. Like if he if he gets Doesn't he, he always get hurt? Yeah, if he loses then he gets hurt. Oh no. <laughs> but um I think Has I think, he has he fought hitters though? Yes. He fought Rico, right? Yes, he fought Rico a lot of time. Oh, okay. <laughs> just <laughs> just a good rematch. Because of course, um people who saw it, Vrushosek um high kicked KO'd Bari. Badrhari, which was a huge upset, and Badrhari oh. thinks that it was the luckiest kick of all time since oh, of kicks course. have been thrown. Kicks have been lucky since kicks have and been thrown, but yeah, this is not, the luckiest. He's not wrong because I think up until up until that point, Vrushasek got his ass beat. But so when is when is Overeem gonna fight? Yeah, where Overeem, man? I don't know. When is Overeem gonna kick? We don't know. Because I got an Overeem card, and I need him to kick. You got an Overeem. NFT though, no, you got glory no. smacks. Glory has NFTs too. Yes, called glory. Do not buy NFT. Listen, if you're listening, you're probably not. But do not called, fucking buy NFTs. Called glory smacks. Listen, there's this there's this video that went around, and the video was so good that I got it recommended from like the most disparate web sources. It is line goes up. The story about crypto and NFTs. It's a two-hour video. You only need one chapter about crypto and NFTs. Just watch it. Give me your give me your trading card highlight. Do not buy fucking NFTs, Matt. Oh, oh boy. Don't do it. Wow, I got you, USA. Dude. I got an overream card. I'll tell you what, there were 50... you know, I'll tell you what, bro. You know, I was out there. I'll tell you what. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Listen, tell me your. Are you done? Trade. Give me your trading card highlight. The stamp card. Yes. Explain to people what the stamp card is. In in 2012, Tops made a line of cards called UFC Bloodlines, and one of the inserts was a relic card, where they took the fighter and they got 50 stamps from that fighter's home country and gave the fighter a stamp card. Yes. And Overeem's, had, I have an Alistair Overeem, number 19 of 50, with a, car, with a 25 cent stamp from the Netherlands, whatever cents are in the Netherlands. Maybe, I don't know. maybe we have to even explain to some of the millennials here that stamps are the thing you had to put on physical letters to pay mm-hmm. for the transportation. <laughs> And some of, and and some of these stamps are, they've they're used, which is even funnier. Like they've been stamped at the post office. So like I guess Tops was just running around calling people in other countries, saying, "Hey, find us some stamps." It's just the best. Very last thing for you, Luke. Yes. Highest hopes for a fighter in twenty twenty two. Who did you say? I don't know. I hadn't thought about that. Yes, I know. Um, Joanna is back in in Florida yes. training. This bodes well for our future as Joanna Champy fans. That is the that is a super awesome finish for this podcast. My highest hopes for a fighter in twenty twenty two. And again, and again, and again, and still, <laughs> and I'm gonna be a champion for a while. And with that. Lucas. <laughs>
we're closing <laughs> shop. So good. Who did you say? Who did you say? What happened to you, USA? What happened to you? What's going on? You forget for the, the best of the best of the world.